All right, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? This is the From the Parking Lot show where we are going to go over the previews for next week. We're going to do a few other segments. And the goal of the show is essentially just to give you a perspective of not being at the games. I don't get to go to the games. I know some of y'all don't get to go to the games. So we're going to kind of make it easier for y'all to understand what's going on. We're going to dissect some of these games and tell you what's going on. Um, So the first segment that we're going to do today is we're going to do a rundown of some players we think are overrated and some guys that we think are very, very underrated. Um, So my first take, and then I'll turn it over to my partner in crime here. Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to pick a player from the Crooks that I think is very, very overrated. I think he's very overrated. I think Spence Freeman is very overrated. I think he averages a lot of points per game, but he shoots a lot and he misses a lot. He's not very efficient from the floor. Um, and he does turn the ball over quite a bit. Um, I just, it's not healthy for a good team to have someone that's kind of a, not a cancer with the ball, but he definitely turns the ball over a lot more than he should. And uh, I think that classifies him and makes him an overrated player. Now I am going to introduce and turn it over to my co-host here, Tim, and he can explain, he can give you his choices here. Yeah, so through four weeks, um, not a ton to evaluate, but um, for an overrated player so far, I'm going to go to only the fan. Um, I'm going to go with Jake Perry just because their defense has not been too good recently, and I feel like he has a lot to do with that. I feel like if he was protecting the rim better, um, potentially they could get more stops and compete. Uh, They had a tough loss this week to Ozone. And I think for only the fan to be better, Jay Perry definitely has to be better for that team. Good take here. Good take. Um, So now we're going to move on. Uh, We're not going to keep it too long. We're going to keep it short and simple. Um, We're going to move on. I'm going to do a player that I think is very underrated. And I'm going to go someone that's very overshadowed. Um, I feel like he has two people above him that are very, very good and the proficient scorers. And uh, I think Zach Tartaglia is going to take my over or underrated player for this week. He uh, does a lot of dirty work for this team. He plays good defense. He's a really good ball handler for the most part. Um, or he's very good. He doesn't turn the ball over a whole lot. Um, he gets overshadowed by two guys that are competing constantly for the leading score in this league and he's just very very underrated in the sense that I think he does a lot for this team that helps them keep winning uh, I think they're gonna win this week and uh, I'm gonna probably tell you why I think that here in a little bit but I'll turn it over to Tim to give you his picks uh, for my pick so far for an underrated player I'm gonna go to Sin City kind of a surprise team so far at two and two uh, their point guard, Taj Eddington. Uh, Taj, he does pretty much everything um, playmaking-wise for this team. Uh, he can run, pick, and roll and get his big guys involved um, in that way. And he also can score the ball and also being a pest defensively as well. Um, in this league, uh, it's, it's very important to have good guard play because there's a lot of good guards in the league. And I think he will be able to match up well with these other guards in the league. I can 100% agree with that. Guard play is very important in this league. Teams that go far usually have good guard play or they're just very, very good on defense. Um, Another thing we're going to do today, we're going to move on into a different segment 
Um, so now we're going to do, there's some teams that are, you know, there's some teams that are wishy-washy in the middle. They're good, but they're not, you know, as good. Um, I think there's some teams in this league that are very good. There's some teams that are very, very bad in this league. And I think right now we're going to go and we're going to move and we are going to pick on the werewolves a little bit. A huge fan of Brian Heston, but that team is just falling. They are not playing very well. Um, they're still playing good defense, but they're just not outscoring people. I think they had a problem with some guys not being in the at the rec center the other day, and I think they lost a very tough one in week three um, because of that. So I think they're just falling. Uh, they got to get better. They have to keep moving the ball. I, if I'm the werewolves, Brian Heston is touching the ball every single time down the floor. I don't know what Tim's take is on it, but we can turn it over here now. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I'm not as down on the werewolves. I mean, they lost a very close game to Lob City. Um, I still think they're a top, at least top five team in this league. Um, they face bogey kicks this week, and um, actually, no, that's not this week. Actually, is it? Yeah, it is. Um, so they'll be facing off against an 0-4 team. That's a good chance for them to get going, possibly. I agree with you, definitely. Heston definitely has to touch the ball as much as possible. He's been uh, basically stuffing the stat sheet in every department so far this year. Yeah, Brian Brian does that. I actually had the privilege to uh, talk to Brian last year right before the playoffs, and uh, he uh, was very, very humbled, and he uh, enjoyed, he's a good guy to talk to, but, I mean, you got to – the ball has to run through him. I mean, it just it can't go any other way. Um, a team I really, really like that has surprised me a lot. They have some some good talent, and uh, that would be only the fan. Uh, I'll let Tim. I'll let Tim go over them. Uh, they're a very, very good team. They have a lot of good scoring ability. Jaron Thomas is an absolute freak athlete in this league, and I really enjoy watching him play. But Tim, you can give me your thoughts on them. Yeah. So um, only the fan. Obviously, they were a big surprise. Uh, they hadn't. They'd been renamed in the past, and they hadn't had a win yet in the league, and they ended up winning their first two games. So that was surprising for a lot of people, and then they followed it up with losing their next two and then losing by about 50-point deficit to Ozone Boys, who hadn't won a game at that point. So, But, yeah, this team basically is driven by Jaron Thomas, as you said. He basically is going for 30 every game. Um, he's the engine that makes them go offensively. Uh, Tucker Aiello had a bad game this week, but he's also another guy that is very good for them in terms of getting other guys involved and shooting the ball well. I uh, I will say Aiello has very impressed me a lot, uh, but Jaron Thomas, I think I think Jaron Thomas is actually the leading scorer right now, and I don't think it's I don't think it's close. I think he's leading by almost twenty points um, going into this week, and they play. Um, they play a halfway Crooks team that plays very good defense this week. Um, so Jaron is going to have to go for at least 30 if they want to pick this game. Um, but I think, I think they can do it. Uh, right now we're going to move along into the previews for this week. So we have four games this week. We have some guys that are taking a, taking a little bit of a break this week. Um, so our games this week for the week five schedule. Is the Crooks and only the fan. 
the Werewolves and Bogey Kicks, Lob City, DJ's Boys, Rhode Island Warriors, and Sin City. And then the two teams that are taking a break this week are or, uh, the Ozone Boys and the Lincoln 18ers. Um, I'm going to go – I say Crooks, only fam. I say Jaron Thomas goes for 35. Um, I think they win this game. Uh, I'm very impressed with the the Crooks, but they just – Spence turns the ball over a lot. If Jeff Winchell shows up and has a good game, I think they, I think they might have a chance. But I think, I think Crooks lose by five. Yeah, um, I, I hope this is a good game for sure. Um, the Crooks have definitely haven't been looking good recently, uh, losing to the Warriors last week. But um, I think they have enough to get by only the fam. Um, I think Jeff Winchell will definitely be a big key in this one, potentially stopping Jaron at the rim. Um, he's one of the best big man defenders in this league. Um, Jared Hansen also has been playing very well for the Crooks, uh, had over 20 last week, shooting well from three. I think they'll win by close game, probably uh, six to eight points. I think Jeff Winchell is honestly the, the huge X factor in that game. Um, and I told – I've been trying to get Joey uh, – I asked Joey if he could get me 30 in a game this year. So hopefully it's tomorrow night or Monday night, but we'll see. I uh, would love to see it. I've been asking him for probably two, three weeks now to get me 30, and he hasn't done it yet. Uh, game two we got on the schedule is Werewolves and Bogey Kicks. Um, Bogey Kicks is – I mean, I'll just be honest. They're not a very good team. They don't share the ball. They don't rebound. They don't score very well. They don't shoot good from three. They don't shoot good from field goal. Um, they turn the ball over a lot. They don't share the ball. Um, I say Werewolves win by 15. Um, I tend to agree with this one. Um, I think Heston's definitely going to have a big game here, and I think the Werewolves are going to win by at least 20 in this one. Unfortunate for Bogey, I think Brian could have an off game, and they still pick this one up. I, I, I just don't see Bogey Cakes figuring it out anytime soon. Um, we have a matchup of the two unbeatens, this week we have the Dujays boys and Lob City, and I think the Dujays boys have a chance to win this one. I say it's a close game, if if and only if the Dujays boys can slow down the fast paced, um, fast break game from the Lob City. They are insane. They are champs in this league, of course. I mean, they've done it multiple times, but. I think the Jujay's boys can get out and run. I think they can do this. Uh, they're going to have to have a big first half and outlast, basically, if they want to win this game. Uh, I think they can do it. It's just going to be hard. They got to have 20 from Vincent and 20 from John at least, and they have to keep the fast break game of Lob City down. Um, yeah, uh, for Duyes to win this game, obviously they're going to be a little bit undersized in this matchup. They're definitely going to have to shoot well from three, definitely a lot better than they shot against Sin City that last week. They didn't shoot that well, and uh, they're going to have to shoot better against Lob City because they probably have the most explosive offense in the league. Um, 
I think Lob City will win, but I think this will be a close game. Um, Lob City by under five, I'll say. I want to say I want to say Dujay's under five, but I don't think I can. I think they still lose this game. Um, I really I really would like to see the champs go down. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I think if you take away that fast break game, they're a little overrated of a team, and I hope that the Dujay's boys expose that a little bit. But we'll see. Um, last game of the week, we have the Warriors and Sin City, and I really like watching the Warriors play this year. And after having a year where Sin City couldn't get guys to show up and play, um, they have come with a brand new team, basically, and some new faces and everything. And they are competing. They are two and two, which is solid in this league for a start. Um, I think they play really well. They share the ball really well. They have two guys that can really score the ball. They have two guys that know what they're doing in the paint. Um, And as for the Warriors, they have a lot of productivity. Uh, They don't shoot the three ball particularly well, but they shoot the ball inside the arc really well. Um, I think Warriors win this game, but I think it's really close. I think it's Warriors plus two. Um, Yeah, so I think this is a really good slate this week. Like we predicted a lot of close matchups. I also think this one will be close. Um, I just think the difference in this game possibly could be Sin City's just a lot of a lot bigger team, but the problem with Sin City, of course, is they turn the ball over too much. And Rhode Island Warriors uh, typically have uh, ex- like exposed teams that are too turnover prone, like halfway last week. So they'll they'll make you pay and transition on those turnovers. But overall, I think Devin Pina will have a better game this week, and I think it will be enough for Sin City to win in a close one. Um, I'll take them by uh, five. All right, so that's the first. I think that might be the first split pick we had. If I am thinking back, uh, I don't know. We have a really good slate this week. It's been a while since, and I can't remember the last time we had a slate this good. Um, I think the, all of these games are going to be absolutely ster- uh, stellar. I think that uh, you're going to want to pay attention to the Snapchat highlights because this is going to be a good week. Um, the where Brian Heston's going to go off. The Pena is probably going to go off as well. Um, I expect all the things from John Kutu and Jaron Thomas again this week. They've all been phenomenal. Um, But realistically, I think that's it for us. We're going to go and get some sleep. I hope you guys enjoy the games on Monday. Uh, But I think that's out for us. We'll we'll catch you next time on the 